Hello and welcome to the first ever Beyond Defeat podcast. Uh, here with me, Arct. Um, unfortunately, I don't have any fancy intro music or anything like that. I'm hoping that a member of the clan would happily oblige. Um, but uh, that we'll have to save that for future uh, casts. Uh, at the moment, uh, you're just going to have to st- uh, deal with my voice droning on and on. But uh, hopefully it won't be such a bad thing. There's just a few things I'm going to go through today on this cast. Uh, I'm just going to talk about the clan a bit in general, what we're about, what we've been getting up to, um, moving into the games that we're kind of playing at the moment and uh, are hoping to increase our representation in. Um, then uh, I'm going to move on to talk about pretty much what is the clan's most anticipated game uh, of the near future, Star Wars The Old Republic, uh, just go through a couple of the updates that we've seen recently. So um, first of all, the clan Beyond Defeat, um, I'll just read to you what we've got on our website here, a bit of uh, spiel that Drastar's put up. Uh, it says, Beyond Defeat started as a raiding guild with a difference. We had aimed to progress through content, but at the same time have a good time doing it. Despite our more casual approach to raiding World of Warcraft, we still adhere to strict standards. We have always expected a hardcore mindset in preparation for our content, which in the case of World of Warcraft was with players bringing their own buff foods, flasks, gems and enchants, and that was with no exceptions. Originally, the guild started about three and a half years ago and has seen success in endgame World of Warcraft raiding, which proves that you don't have to be part of something where you cut each other's throats for the next purple pixel, but with friends sharing a common goal, you can succeed without the drama. I mean, it goes on to explain there about how we came to be a clan, etc., but I mean, you can check that out on the website. But the message there is that we're not um, a, a massively competitive clan. We're not looking to dominate competitions, we're not looking to um, enter tournaments and and be able to come out of it saying oh yeah we're fantastic what we are is we're just basically a group of people a group of friends that has decided to branch out into uh, a myriad of games rather than just sticking with one so i mean we're playing uh, a lot of games you know be they rpg first person shooters um strategy games all this kind of stuff i mean we're we're, we're talking this we still have a representation in world of warcraft the beyond defeat guild is still going strong it's on the eu defies brotherhood server if uh, anybody wants to check us out um we've also started up with a lot of representation in starcraft um we're representing ourselves in both 1v1 2v2 and 4v4 matches at the moment um where we've got some TF2 going on, uh, a bit of League of Legends, some people playing Borderlands uh, for a bit of cooperative RPG there, not not always competitive. Um, Left 4 Dead seeing a little bit of uh, gameplay time, and um, well, it's it's uh, that those are probably the our main games at the moment actually. I mean our big our big 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 anticipation is Star Wars: The Old Republic, and I mean there'll be a lot of focus on that when uh, when that game becomes available. But I mean, as I'm sure anybody that's listened to this and is interested knows, you know, we still don't have a solid release date on that, and we're eagerly anticipating it. Uh, but hopefully, you know, give it a couple of months, and we'll be talking to you from uh, within our Star Wars guild as well, whatever they decide to call guilds. I think it is guilds at the moment. Um, but yeah, that's just a basic kind of overview of, of what's going on with us. We'll get more information from Drastar, the, the founder of the uh, original Beyond Defeat Guild, and, uh, well, he's the guy that basically decided that we were going to take it forward uh, and become a clan. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to want to talk a little bit now about Star Wars The Old Republic. I mean, I'm sure that a lot of people know um, what's going on uh, with that in general as far as the game's concerned. It's, ma- as I've said before, massively, massively anticipated by us here at Beyond Defeat. Um, and I mean, well, this information might be seen to be more uh, informative for for clan members who are currently awaiting the game. But I mean, you know, hopefully it'll be helpful to anybody else that might happen to be listening as well. So I'm just want to go over the uh, update from last Friday, the developer walkthrough with 
uh, Dallas Dickinson uh, for the Eternity Vault found on the planet of Belsavis. Um, as I've made a few notes on this, there's some pretty cool stuff to be seen. I mean, obviously, it's brilliant to be able to see this actual, you know, high-level operation um, content in action. It's, it, you know, it gives us a, a nice idea of the way this game is going to play out. But I mean, there's a few more things that I gleaned off of it, which uh, I think might be interesting that you might not pick up on your first look through. Uh, I mean, the the intro cinematic to this uh, this walkthrough I thought was really good. I mean, it, I thought it was a brilliant way to. Um, start a raid rather than just you know World of Warcraft style or oh, we're just gonna gather up at this uh, portal get at the meeting stone just go in and, and there you are start killing stuff the fact that you've actually got you know cinematic storytelling leading into your raid content as well as the the quests I think is is just you know testament to how much Bioware really do want to drive home the importance of story as uh, a way of delivering this game and I think it's going to make the gameplay experience all the more better for it um, the it's 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 a nice little touch I think that you know you're you're effectively entering this this uh, raid this operation as as they call them um you know by, by way of escape pod from a, a a burning ship and then you group up and then then the that's when the action really starts going it's a it's a really nice way to to kick things off I think as as opposed to just standing about waiting for people to be ready to uh, to to accept a summon as is you know it's it's I'm going to keep talking about World of Warcraft but it's the game we've got the most experience in so it's it's the easiest one to make comparisons to um the uh, cool thing that I thought uh, we were able to gain information wise uh, about this operation is we've got a we've got a, what could I suppose could be considered a standard raid setup and um, they they're running in their uh, two tanks we've got a juggernaut a sith warrior juggernaut and um, a sith inquisitor assassin as tanks uh, there's two healers in the forms of a sith inquisitor uh, sorcerer and an imperial agent operative and four dps in the terms of a bounty hunter power tech bounty hunter mercenary imperial inquisitor sorcerer again and a sith warrior marauder um, so you know it's it's I suppose it's to be expected, really. I mean, in World of Warcraft, you had your two tank, three healer, six DPS is a kind of standard setup for your ten man. Uh, in eight man, I suppose it does make sense, really. To I mean, two tanks. I think everybody was expecting. Um, I mean, honestly, myself, I was thinking that you know there might even be situations with the way Bioware have, have spoken about how they want to handle healing. I wouldn't have been surprised if we if we saw three tank, two healer, uh, three tank, one healer setup. Sorry. But uh, no, we've we've got that now, and and you know the the group works well. Um, the dynamic of the group works well with two tanks, two healers, and um, content I guess would you know just be tuned such that having four DPS is enough damage to take stuff down. You know, uh, compared to Warcraft, you are lacking two, but then again, you know content can be tuned to that quite easily. Uh, there was uh, from the start, obviously the the. Uh, Sith Warrior gets stuck in straight away, and uh, he's, he takes a lot of punishment. I mean, uh, I th it can be seen that that the Juggernauts really are going to be able to take a beating. It's it's quite mad. Uh, but I mean, the Sith Inquisitor, the Assassin, is 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 the big focal point for me because it's it seems to be the big question, especially on the Inquisitor forums. You know, lots of oh, how is how is Assassin tanking going to work? Is it going to be viable? Or are they going to be stuck in little niches? Uh, you know, is 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 there going to be like certain times where, where they're going to be really good and the rest of the time they're going to be crap, is it going to be really hard on the healers, but I mean the the assassin here, he's taking just as much punishment as, as the juggernaut I mean, whether it's through through buffs or self-healing, I can't really be sure, you can't really um, tell what abilities are being used regularly but, you know, he's holding his own I mean, even later on in the uh, in, in the walkthrough, when um, the the, uh, the line of sight is being used to avoid attacks from, from the that first boss 
the assassin and the juggernaut are both there they're just uh, you know absolutely taking a beating and with absolute minimal healing from the rest of the group because I mean they're all hidden off behind those pillars so you, know, you can't really see much about that but you know that's one thing that I'm pleased about that it does look like that they are doing a good job in, in exactly what they said they wanted to do that being you know making all classes and all specs viable to do basically whatever you want which is brilliant because it just it just means that you don't feel like you're you're stuck doing something that you don't necessarily enjoy so much just for the sake of an extra couple of percents performance although I, I mean in the terms in terms of you know hardcore raiding uh, guilds and organizations they probably are going to take a bit more notice of that but it looks like we're going to be able to have fun and play this through pretty much using whatever it is that we uh, we we want to use as long as you've got that strong group makeup which is you know it's it's only a good thing uh, the uh, encounters seem pretty standard from other MMOs that I've played in the past that, that I'm sure other people have played in the past, well MMOs like this obviously um, I saw a lot of uh, like void zone mechanics, targets on the floor that you need to stay out of um, your standard kind of you're the bomb mechanic where uh, when you're targeted with abilities then uh, you need to get out of the rest of the group for fear of killing them all um, the multiple enemy combat is something that BioS at the beginning you know they wanted in throughout your your character's story because it just feels so much more heroic and it's like it looks like for taking from this you know as far as trash is concerned they've gone the same way it, it really is you know there's there's just there's a, a horde of droids at the start of this eternity vault dungeon and it it does look heroic to see you know it's just a small group of adventurers taking down on mass assailants basically just smashing through them and then ultimately getting to this uh, this first boss as far as content concerns, it look it looks very playable. It looks very enjoyable to play. It looks like it's hopefully you know all of the encounters are going to follow the same kind of tack where we're gonna we're not going to see very much. Hopefully you know none of the kind of um, tank and spank style fights where you've just got your tanks at the front, your healers at the back, and your DPS doing whatever they can to take it down. It's just it's not enjoyable. You don't have to think to play that. Whereas this you've got to, you've got to very much play reactively to what's going on with you. You know where, whether it's Hiding behind these these down towers, uh, down turrets, sorry, to avoid the uh, missile attacks, to moving out the group when you're targeted by uh, the targeted AOE attack. You know, it's, it's, there's always something to be done. And by the way, that's actually I think something that's brilliant: the fact that they're using a previous enemy as uh, an integral, um, well, in this case, cover component to uh, an upcoming boss fight. I think it's nice that the, the operation flows into itself like that. It's not just, right, here's your boss, here's your next boss, and hopefully we'll see that continuing all the way through the operation. I think that's that's probably uh, a good start for info that, that I've seen there gameplay-wise. Um, just a few other notes that, that I uh, noticed that from this walk through here there's uh there seems to be a fair few party frame options i mean we go from uh the juggernaut who's got his party frames in the top right of his screen obviously as a tank he doesn't really need to look at them too much uh to the the healers who have got um larger frames in a slightly different layout closer to the middle so it's right there where where they need it to be so they can see it without detracting too much from their view of the battle uh but still you know big enough that they can pay attention to who's taking damage where and who needs healing and then again you know the uh, second Sith Inquisitor uh, has his party frames different again, similar kind of style to the Juggernaut, but down in the the bottom left. But you know again different to the way the healers have got it set up. So it looks like there's going to be a lot of options in terms of actually customizing the way your party frames look and where you can put them, uh, which means that you know basically a lot of stuff that is that is done with third-party add-ons in World of Warcraft uh, looks doable off the bat 
here which is which is quite nice because I mean it means you don't have to overload your system with additional add-ons um, which you know, if you've got a fantastic system isn't a big deal but the game is aimed at people running all sorts of systems so it's you know it's just one extra little bit of stress that you don't have to put your system under um, I mean the UI I have to say as well uh, it, I think it looks fantastic that don't just the little action bars down at the bottom there with your your health bar exactly where you need it your target all in one place it's it's all right there you just have to glance down and there's all the information you need about well more or less about what's going on in the area that you're in the one thing that i did notice though which is a little bit uh, which concerned me a little bit but hopefully is going to be something perhaps that that we'll see in in the future or maybe that perhaps wasn't just turned on at the moment is there seemed to be a lack of a target of target unit frame which can be a bit of a pain in the ass for if you've got a strong attack coming up that you know um is is going to target a random raid member it's one of those things that just helps you be able to kind of shout out oh this person's going to get zapped in a minute you can get healing focus there you can get uh, defensive cooldowns focused there and uh, you know it's it, it, it is a handy little addition it's a bit of a, a pain when you don't really know what what the boss you're fighting is doing but like i said we might see that going it might already be in and we just don't know yet uh, because the people playing through the, the developer walkthroughs just just don't have it enabled it's um remains to be seen I guess but no I'm, I'm overall I'm very impressed with it uh, I'm looking forward to more footage uh, there's a few uh, few things going on um, reasonably soon on the run-up to November I mean that's the big that's the big month really you know holiday season 2011 looking looking forward to November by the end of November we should have all the information we need about where this game is going hopefully well I should hope that if we don't have the game we'll have a release date by the end of November um, and I'll just carry on looking at updates going forward and, and see what we can learn from those um, right up until then but no as I said it's very impressive very impressed with the, the direction that the uh, game seems to be going and uh, I know I keep saying it, and I'm sure that, but I'm sure everybody feels the same way. You know, really cannot wait to get this thing in my hands, and uh, should be good fun doing it. Anyway, um, moving on, I'm joined now by Drastar. He's the leader of our clan, uh, founding original founding member. In fact, um, we're just going to talk to him uh, a bit about a few things um, before we get started. Though I'd just like to mention that we are on. Uh, Facebook currently uh, with the page Clan Beyond Defeat. If you want to check us out there, it's a bit sparse at the moment, but you know we're only just starting out. It'll start soon. Uh, and we are also um, on Twitter currently as well. Uh, you can find us at uh, at Clan Beyond uh, if you want to see the goings on that uh, we've got there. Um, okay, so first and foremost, I suppose, Dras, uh, welcome to the podcast. Very privileged i suppose to be here on our first ever cast um just, you know say hi to the people yeah yeah hi guys um i'm drastar you probably hear more from me in the future i'm sure um thanks sean for setting all this up um no worries man um so basically i just want to keep this uh relatively short just just get an idea of of uh where the uh original guild started how we uh, how the decision came to, to become a clan just kind of any new listeners that, that aren't necessarily already involved with the clan, get the, give them a bit of an idea as to uh, where we come from and where we're going. So, uh, I mean, if you'd like to give some ramblings on uh, your experience there, uh, Dras, it would be most appreciated. Always always happy to ramble. Um, yeah, well, as a, as a guild, I guess, we started, um, what would it be, four years ago now, um, on a tiny little server called the Shatar. Um, that came about um, through me... 
experiment with various other guilds, um, not been happy with the way things were done, not been happy with the, the sort of serious business style of gaming that a lot of these sort of guilds and clans um, seem to, yeah, they seem to be, that, that seems to be their entire goal is for the next next piece of gear or the next boss kill, and that's all that drives them, and there's no finish development, so... <laughs> no matter the cost, of, eh? Yeah, yeah, so I had this um, vision, if you like, of... Um, a guild clan um, that um, would progress through content of whatever game we were playing and um, succeed, but at the same time have have a good time doing that and, and enjoy it. Um, as for the expansion to sort of a, a clan, um, as it were, that's very much come about um, recently through us being fed up of playing um, World of Warcraft. Um, the majority of us were playing that as our main medium of interaction. Um, raiding from sort of four to two nights a week, and ultimately it got tiresome. Not not the social side of things, but the actual raiding side of things. So we've we've moved on to two other games, um, games which have in, in, interested us as as a uh, clan in general, um, and some that just a couple of people play, um, ra- ranging from StarCraft, Left 4 Dead, Team Fortress 2. Uh, Counter-Strike, uh, League of Legends, Lord of the Rings Online. Uh, there's a whole, a whole array of games that we're playing, um, although we are in quite a small small clan at the minute. Yeah, I mean, if you've got anything that you want to say to people that might be thinking about joining us, I mean, now's probably the best time, to be honest, mate. Well, it's like I say to anybody, is that um, you don't know unless you give it a try. Um, we're not, you know, like I say, we're not here to be elitist. We're not here to only recruit the best of the best. But at the same time, we have to sort of make sure with any prospective member that um, you fit in with with the other members. Um, If you're looking for something that's a social side to gaming um, and, you know, you fancy me, a few guys that you play with, um, I know a lot of us get involved in a little thing called Epic Land. Uh, You can check them out at Um, epicland.co.uk. Way free uh, publicity. Yeah, free publicity for them. They're a... um, they're a casual gaming LAN, and um, yeah, like I say, a few of us go there. Um, but basically, what, all I could say is get in touch, um, give us a give us a chat on uh, our Ventrilo server, contact us through the website, Twitter, Facebook. We, you know, we're we're on several mediums now, so there's there's no real problem in getting in touch. Yeah, I um I will just mention actually. Um, I, uh, I'm not sure if I've I've uh, given the information before, but uh, you can find us at beyonddefeat.engine.com that's our main website uh, we've got two ma- email addresses that you can con- contact us uh, through the first one we've got admin at beyond-defeat.co.uk that'll put you in contact with uh, at, at least one probably uh, more than a few of the um, admin- administrative if you, uh, I suppose we would be called the administrative staff now, wouldn't we? Um, as opposed to just the yes, leadership like on us. Um, so that's that email address. Um, if you want to get in contact with uh, anything specifically regarding these, uh, this podcast and any future casts, uh, we've got another email address set up for that. That's at clambd.casting at gmail.com. And uh, well, it'd be nice to hear, as Drastar as, uh, said, uh, through any of the medium that we've got, um, just look us up. Um, sorry to interrupt you there with that, buddy. I'll uh, I'll let you carry on for for the moment. No, it's, it's fine, no problem at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say um, other than it's it's worth a shot. Um, there's been very very few people who've joined us and not enjoy their time here. Um, yes, there's been people who've joined us and moved on to 
two more serious guild or uh, whatever. But I've said, as I've said to everybody in the past who've been on our raids, etc., you're all good players. Um, you know, essentially, we have an administration team who are competent experienced and willing to help as well so even if you're an inexperienced gamer we'd still love to hear from you we, we you know we're, we're happy to help, help you progress uh, as long as you show your sort of commitment and dedication to to the cause and don't just say you're you know you're some kind of leech and uh, you're just here <laughs> for a free ride as long as you put it in we're happy to give you something back that's that's pretty much where I'm going with it. No, that's awesome. It's, it's, I think it's, it's the important thing to get that the message out there. But I mean, now that the uh, completely shameless propaganda's finished with, um, this, if, uh, just thinking uh, if we deformalise <laughs> it a bit, just have a bit of a, a chat about a few things here. Um, I mean, I spoke yeah. earlier in the podcast about some uh, stuff to do with the uh, the update that we saw uh, on last Friday. Um, I say last Friday. It was the uh, what was it? The twenty eighth. The twenty sixth. Yes. Of, of August. This is yeah, because this is because this is going out. There's probably going to be at least one more update before then. So the 26th of August update, we saw um, the first 10 minutes of the uh, Eternity Vault operation from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, just, as I said earlier in the cast, it's 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 our root, it's our big anticipated game. So um, I just want to get your thoughts on some of the things that I spoke about there. Um, I assume you've seen it. I mean, you you must have seen it, right? Um, yeah, more than once. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's that's good. Yeah, it's, uh, you, so I mean, you're... it's yeah. Uh, I I think the way they're doing things is really interesting. The Star Wars guys, the well, I say the Star Wars guys, Bioware and LucasArts. If we're going to be specific, yeah. um, the way they seem to have a a freestyle of play with off tanks, off healers, um, a couple of main tanks, main healers, sort of thing, um, but they don't have a rigid sort of system of you must have one tank, you must have, you know, one healer, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, it no, seems totally. to be a very much loose setup. Um and, and for me that's that's something new, something different. And I, I think um hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, it's just gonna produce some real real quality gaming experience. Yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward to playing with it a bit. But, I mean, it's one of the main things that I said earlier in, in, in the cast that uh, you, you could kind of take from it. So they they, uh, they were running a, a two-tank, two-healer, four-DPS setup. I mean, now this is obviously comparable to uh, things like the current World of Warcraft 10, uh, 10-man raid setup. Um, See, they were very I mean, much, though, like I say, it was very much one healer, an off-healer, a tank hmm. and an off-tank. That That's how I saw it. As, and... and um, that's 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 the sort of fluid style I like because it means I have yeah. a better selection of players, and I, I'm pretty sure if you were really stuck at a push and had no tank, you could probably go with three off tanks rather than a, you know a solid main you know juggernaut. Um, yeah, and have yeah. sort of three marauders rather than that, and I'm pretty sure that's how the game's going to work. Obviously, I have no idea. I've not played it myself. I, you know, I can't claim to have tested anything. So, but that's well, how we had. We'd have NDA, wouldn't we, looming yeah. over us? So yeah, so, so we couldn't talk about it anyway. So you know, it's like, like I say, it it um, that's how it looks to me, and that's what I I'm liking about the way they're setting stuff up. And don't even get me started on hotball. 
<laughs> well, maybe we'll talk about Hurtball in the next cast, to be honest. We'll keep it, keep it, keep it with um, with the eternity rule for now. I think. Yeah. I mean, one <laughs> thing that I loved, I, I don't know if if you will agree, but one thing that I absolutely loved was the uh, the intro cinematic at the start. I thought it was a brilliant way. Um, as as you know, I was going on about it for quite a while earlier on. The the fact that you know they they're not only getting you through your quests through a cinematic storytelling system, but you know into your raid content as well. So I said it's it's, it's one thing that gets really boring a sin on Warcraft is just standing about waiting for that last person to come online but I mean you know it looked like there was only the four people of the of the one group involved so you know maybe we'll be able to get things roll in and and actually enjoy that process as well I mean what did you think looking yeah. at that um to be honest I must have slept through the intro cinematic more than once um not <laughs> not through boredom but through possibly, you know, having two monitors and being easily distracted. Um, so, yeah. But what I, you know, what I noticed from when you start and your, your characters have got to run to that burning burning escape pod there. Yeah, um, yeah. I like the environmental effects. And that really gets me. Little things like that. Little little effects that just look nice. Yeah, I mean, I've that... actually got a note written here. It says, yay, torn, torn. Just, you know, extra little sprites around the dotted road. But it's like little things like that that just yeah. make a game. And the thing is, what I heard, um, what's the chap called who did the video? Dallas Dickinson. Um, Dallas Dickinson saying, was that we want our players to look at the game and not just focus on a cast bar or, you know, an action bar or a rotation. We want to enjoy what you can see. Not just, you know, like I say, not just your buttons, which is what WoW has become. WoW has very much become, you know, playing from a healing and tanking perspective for the majority of the time I've played is watching a rotation uh, or, or watching a health bar. Bars, yeah. It's just, yeah, it just it just becomes monotonous. Um, uh, I'm really looking forward to something where I'm not doing that yeah. and just I being mean, able to enjoy that... what I see. On that note, I mean, do you, do you not think that the UI lo- is looking pretty sexy since the uh, the recent update? Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. And I, I think that um, it's something that they're trying to do, and it almost feels like they're trying to introduce it to a point where the, the in- user interface is finished and doesn't require to download sort of 20, 30 add-ons to have something you like and something that you can use. Um, again, something that I felt, wow initially on release completely lacked and it was like standard UI or nothing um, well so, it's taken until yeah, 4.1 like, like for us to have feels. movable standard unit frames hasn't it yeah so that, I mean I, I'm not even going to get started on Blizzard because I could slay them all day um, <laughs> to be fair so, so we, we'll leave that for another podcast day yeah no that's cool the, um, the last podca- podcast <laughs> Yeah, well, let's hope it doesn't turn into that because we might not make many friends. Um, the last <laughs> thing I just wanted to to kind of bring to your attention that I uh, that I noticed, I don't know if you noticed because I mean it's, it, I, I can I see it was very easy to be in awe of that particular update. But um, looking at the kind of combat, you know, that's, I saw a lot of uh, like void zone mechanics, you know, the, the the don't stand in the fire kind of mechanics, um, and also um, the the you're the bomb mechanics that veterans of Warcraft are going to be. Absolutely more than comfortable with. Um, there, in uh, terms I, of where, think, you know, looking at going into this stuff as a, as a raider, as a as a leader as well. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that should be um, manageable. For, like you say, the veterans of Warcraft, what an excellent thing to be called. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 basic MMO mechanics, and I think that without the stay 
articles. It makes it very difficult to make any content. And what all the haters are going to be saying is, oh, it's just wow and a new skin, blah, blah, blah. But so what? Oh, but so everything what? else, though. Yeah, well, exactly. It's an MMO. Essentially, WoW sort of pioneered the, the MMO. Well, it's um, what, the modern MMO. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, there was there was things like EverQuest and um, RuneScape, etc. But the modern you know, style MMO was pioneered by Blizzard and World of Warcraft, and it's a fact. So every other World of War, uh, every other MMO that's released is essentially going to use that as a base model. Why wouldn't you use one of the most successful games ever released as your, uh, as your sort of model? It would be ludicrous not to take their ideas and, you know, use them and develop them and put your own spin on them. And I think that's the only way it will succeed. And I, I'm happy to see the, the sort of mechanics that Blizzard have used. It looks a lot more loose-weave, a lot more flexible, um, a lot more fun. Fun is the yeah, main thing definitely, here. It, definitely. You know, it looks fun. I mean, people are going to complain that, you know, with a little bit of room for error, then it's it's not good because you don't need skill and stuff like this. And I know people will because they always do. I mean, it's that old bean as well of, you know, people are going to say this stuff is too easy because the, you know, the top 2% of performers are, are clearing it very, very quickly. And, you know, to those people, I just say, you know, get the fuck out because it's, it's not on. But, yeah, um, yeah the, the main thing they, really is easy or not, guys, we want to have fun. But the, the guys that you say clear it real quick, um, you're looking at the guys that are sponsored gamers. You know, they essentially get paid to play um, by various gaming companies, you know, whoever. And they're not really a true representation of the gaming population because sadly not everybody can be paid to game. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's completely fallacious to use any of their killed as, as a real marker you, you know all these world firsts etc you know it's irrelevant if you get if you're sitting on the game for, for like 20 hours a day you know trying to get that world first it's just yeah it's, if, if the problem is you're killing stuff too quickly play less that's that's why i say don't raid five nights a week raid two uh, words of wisdom from our lord and master <laughs> oh, i think that's that's you know most of the points the main points that I covered earlier, it's nice to get another uh, another you know point of view on those as well. Um, I think I'm, uh, we're probably going to wrap it up there, Dras. It's uh, it's been yeah, that's, that's fine. a yeah. pleasure to uh, to have you involved with this. It's uh, yeah, certainly made it much involved. easier. Well, well, I haven't had to come up Hopefully with as much content for this cast. Well, <laughs> if you're not, I'd be uh, I'd be a bit yeah. upset. No, I'll just um, I'll just reiterate what I said a bit earlier on. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you've got two methods uh, uh, through email. Uh, at least we've got admin at beyond-defeat.co.uk, which will put you in uh, straight directly in contact with one of our uh, administration team, or anything Hello. relating directly to these casts. Uh, send an email off to clambd.casting at gmail.com. You can also find our website at beyonddefeat.engine.com. Uh, find our page on facebook by searching clan beyond defeat and find us on twitter at clan beyond i'd like to just add there um that i will have access to all of those um email addresses twitter facebook etc um so the chances are you'll you'll have a response from me and all the direct line to the boss man um you know i i will review every application we receive as quickly as possible and uh, give you an answer yes or no um majority majority will probably be yes because i'm i, I give anybody a go who doesn't seem like you're a, a complete, soft touch <laughs> um if, if basically if you're not an asshole then uh, we've probably got yeah. a base for you well i think we've got the content for our next podcast uh how and why to apply to plan beyond defeat and uh we'll Sounds probably let drastar talk some more uh 
on that subject. He does like to, after all. Um, but anyway, yeah, this, uh, <laughs> this, this, this will be us signing off, I guess. So uh, that's a goodbye from me, Arct, and uh, Drastar. Leave- all right, we hope to see you in game. It will do.